Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I have another episode of Wednesday Night Royalty, where I'm going to give my review on the Royal Rumble 1997. Uh, starting off the evening, we go into our first match of the night. It is Goldust versus Triple H for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, starting off the match, Goldust quickly attacks Triple H on the outside. Triple H then hits an atomic drop on Goldust. Goldust then hits a slingshot on Triple H, sending him to the outside. Goldust then hits Triple H with the steel steps. Goldust then hits a clothesline on Triple H. Triple H then hits an axe handle off the top rope on Goldust on the outside. Triple H then goes for a running knee on Goldust. Missed, hits his knee on the guardrail. Goldust then applies a figure four on Triple H in the middle of the ring. Triple H then hits a knee drop on Goldust. Goldust then hits a back drop on Triple H. Goldust then goes for an elbow drop off the top rope, but missed. Uh, Hughes then passes Triple H the Intercontinental Championship. Goldust then hits Triple H with the Intercontinental Championship, pins it for the two. Triple H then hits a clothesline on Goldust, and then Triple H ends up applying his signature pedigree on Goldust, pins it for the three, and your winner of the match, and still at that time, Intercontinental Champion was Triple H. This was a really good match. It was back and forth. Uh, it started off slow in the beginning. It really didn't pick up momentum until like the middle of the match, but this was a really good match. And to be honest with you, people were really gravitating towards Goldust in this match, and Triple H just came in as that heel. Now, it was kind of crazy seeing Mr. Hughes as his manager at the time. I didn't think he had Mr. Hughes as a manager. Uh, I guess I completely missed that, but um, it was cool seeing Mr. Hughes as the manager of Triple H, but the crowd was completely behind Goldust. It seemed like Goldust was the babyface in this match, so hats off to Triple H for getting the win and at that time retaining his Intercontinental Championship. Um, after that match, we can go to our next match of the evening. It is Ahmed Johnson versus Farouk. Uh, starting off the match, Ahmed runs down to the ring, quickly attacks Farouk. Ahmed then hits a shoulder tackle on Farouk. Ahmed then hits Farouk with a belt. Farouk then throws Ahmed back first onto a chair, absolutely brutal. Farouk then goes for a top rope maneuver, but Ahmed hits a power slam on Farouk instead. Ahmed then hits a spine buster straight out of Arn Anderson's book on Farouk in the middle of the ring. Nation of, Nation of Domination try to attack Ahmed, and your winner of the match by disqualification is Ahmed Johnson. Again, this was a decent match. Obviously, a mid-card match. Really wasn't, you know, the greatest match of all time. I can definitely tell you that. Um, but they were definitely pushing the Nation of Domination back then with Farouk. And, you know, even in the Attitude Era when they had, you know, Farouk and D'Lo Brown, The Rock. You know, The Rock made a really big name for himself joining the Nation of Domination. Um, but they were also pushing Ahmed Johnson to be in the next big superstar as well. So this was a really good match. And I do remember the match was hilarious between Ahmed Johnson versus Goldust. It was absolutely hilarious. The whole storyline itself was just hilarious. Uh, but hats off to Ahmed for getting the win. I just wish the match was a clean finish instead of a disqualification. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is The Undertaker versus Vader. Uh, starting off the match, Undertaker is on the attack on Vader. Vader hits a shoulder tackle on Under uh, Undertaker in the middle of the ring. Undertaker then hits a leg drop on Vader. Undertaker then goes for an old school, but Vader trips the legs of Undertaker. Vader then hits a low blow on Undertaker in the middle of the ring. Vader then hits a crossbody off the middle rope on Undertaker. Undertaker then gets up, hits a back suplex on Vader. Vader then goes for a top rope maneuver, but miss Undertaker, and he hits a power slam on Vader instead. Vader then hits a Vader bomb on Undertaker, pins it for the two. Undertaker then hits a clothesline on Vader. Taker then finally goes for an old school and lands it on Vader. Paul Bear is here with the urn. Undertaker hits a choke slam on Vader. Undertaker is distracted at this moment. Undertaker then attacks Paul Bear on the outside. Bear then hits Undertaker with the urn. Vader then apply, uh, hits his Vader bomb on the Undertaker, pins it for the three, and your winner of the match is Vader. Again, this was a really good match, and I'm a big fan, a big, big fan of Vader. I think Vader was absolutely phenomenal, great athlete for a guy that's his size and just a monster. That guy was massive, man, and 
I feel like he doesn't get enough credit where credit's due. Vader was a phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal athlete for a guy his size and the things that he was doing in that ring. And he's had phenomenal matches. I, mean, I remember the match he had in Japan against uh, Stu Hansen. And he almost damn near lost his eye. It was brutal, man. When he took his mask off, the Vader mask that he wears, he took it off. His eye like was completely jacked up. It was really bad. And Vader's just in there to kick your ass. Like That's just the way Vader is, and that's how he was. Um, and that moonsault, a man that could do a moonsault his size and pull off a moonsault perfectly for a guy his size is just absolutely phenomenal stuff. So hats off to Vader for getting the win here over The Undertaker. Um, after that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is Ferreza Guerrera, Heavy Metal, and Jerry Estrada versus Pero Aguayo, Kanek, and Hector Garza. Uh, starting off the match, Garza hits a back suplex on Heavy Metal. Aguayo hits a clothesline on Estrado. Estrada, then, Estrada hits a chop on Aguayo. Kanek then hits a crossbody off the middle rope on Guerrera. Kanek then hits a crossbody off the top rope on Guerrera as well. Heavy Metal then hits a spin kick on Garza. Garza then gets up, hits a uh, springboard arm drag on Heavy Metal. Estrada then hits Kanek, uh, try to show Estrada and Kanek try to show a uh, test of strength in the middle of the ring. Kanek uh, then hits an arm drag on Estrada. Aguayo then hits a chop on Guerrera. Kanek then hits a leg drop on Heavy Metal. Garza hits a flying clothesline on Heavy Metal in the middle of the ring. Aguayo then hits a leg drop on Heavy Metal. Kanek then hits a press slam on Guerrera. Garza then hits a corkscrew crossbody off the top rope on Estrada on the outside. Aguayo then hits a double stomp off the top rope on Heavy Metal. Pins it for the three. And your winners of the match are Ferreza Guerrera, Heavy Metal, and Jerry Estrada. Um, again, I to be 100% honest with you guys, I don't know anything about these guys. Um, obviously, I think they got caught, you know, called up to do this event. Uh, obviously, they're big names in Mexico. I did hear about Pero Aguayo. Um, I will say the one person in this match that I was actually, like, blown away by, that I thought was a phenomenal athlete, was Hector Garza. Hector Garza, uh, back then, fan, now I do know who Heavy Metal is as well, but Hector Garza, man, that corkscrew crossbody that he landed on the outside, absolutely brutal stuff. Absolutely brutal. And uh, now I don't know if he has any kind of relation to Angel Garza, who is now wrestling for WWE. It's a good chance he might be related because um, they almost look damn near alike. But um, Hector Garza was, to me, the best wrestler in this match. You know, very fast, very light on his feet, you know, very ring savvy. You know, he knew, he knew what he was doing in that ring. So I had to give this match a little credit to Hector Garza and what I thought he gave a phenomenal performance in this match. And all in all, it was a great match. So hats off. To the Aguayo team, which was Pero Aguayo, Kanek, and Hector Garza for getting the win in this match. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is the 1997 Royal Rumble match. Um, the first entrant of this Rumble was actually Crush. The second entrant of this match was Ahmed Johnson, which I thought was hilarious because Crush was a part of Nation of Domination. And Ahmed Johnson just had a match with Farouk, who was, who's also in the Nation of Domination. Um, fantastic Royal Rumble. Um, the one thing that I did take away from this was that Mil Mascaris, a famous luchador in Mexico, he was actually in this Royal Rumble, which is really cool. But the winner of this Royal Rumble was none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. I guess this was setting up the match uh, between him and possibly Shawn Michaels, if I'm not mistaken. I could be pushing the limits on that, but um, he definitely won the uh, he won the Royal Rumble, so he's going to challenge for the WWF Championship or WWE Championship down the line at WrestleMania. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is the main event of the night. It is Psycho Sid versus Shawn Michaels for the WWE Championship. Uh, starting before the match even takes place, you can see Shawn Michaels walking to the ring from backstage. 
He's walking with his mentor, Jose Lothario. Uh, Sid, you know, starting off the match, Sid pushes Michaels in the middle of the ring. Michaels hits a crossbody on Sid. Michaels then goes for a top rope maneuver, but Psycho hits a power slam on Michaels. Uh, Psycho Sid then applies a camel clutch on Michaels in the middle of the ring. Psycho Sid then applies a devastating clothesline on Michaels. Psycho then applies a bear hug on Michaels as well. Michaels breaks the hold. Psycho then applies another bear, hu bear hug on Michaels. Michaels then hits an atomic drop on Psycho Sid. Psycho Sid then throws Michaels into the ref. Michaels hits a sweet, chip mu sweet, chip, uh, sweet chin music on Psycho Sid. Pins him for the three, and your winner of the match. And at that time, new WWE champion is Shawn Michaels. Fantastic match. It really was. And it's kind of cool, you know, having seen Sean walk to the ring with Jose Lothario, his mentor, his trainer. Um, I believe that this World Rumble was actually taking place in San Antonio, Texas, if I'm not mistaken, um, which was absolutely phenomenal. You know, Shawn Michaels' hometown. I'm sure he had family and friends in the uh, in the in the uh, the crowd in attendance. Um, it was just a phenomenal match, man. And Shawn Michaels back then was a humongous babyface. I mean, the fans gravitated towards Shawn Michaels, especially with this Sid Vicious match. Sid Vicious was definitely a heel. No doubt. He's pretty much been a heel his whole career. Um, it just made for a phenomenal match. It really was because it, it was kind of like this David versus Goliath thing because Sid Vicious was like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, and then Shawn Michaels was probably 6'2", maybe 6'. Uh, so it's definitely like this David and Goliath thing. And, uh, you know, obviously the better man won. Shawn Michaels should have won this match, and he did. Um, but the Rumble itself was not that bad. I would have to give the Rumble a 6, and you, I have my reasons why. Number one, the Royal Rumble match, and I've stated it many, many times before, the Royal Rumble match needs to be the main event of the night. That's what the event is called, and in my honest opinion, that should be the last match of the night. You want fans to go home seeing the Royal Rumble or the King of the Ring. You know, that's what they paid to see. That's what they want to see. You give the Royal Rumble as the last match. Now, people say, well, don't you want to highlight their championship? Yeah, you can do that, the match before the Royal Rumble. You know, but if it's not a special event, like a King of the Ring or the Royal Rumble, you always, 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 always want to put your main title as the main event because if you don't it takes away that the lineage of your championship if you don't put it on as the end for your pay-per-view in my honest opinion but all in all i had to give this a six maybe a six and a half it wasn't the worst it wasn't the greatest um it was cool seeing mill mascaris in the world rumble uh again the uh the the six-man tag match hector garza really showed me a lot of stuff in that match Phenomenal athlete. Again, that corkscrew crossbody that he landed on Estrada, I believe, on the outside was absolutely brutal. Fantastic stuff. Um, and there was, again, there were some decent matches on here. Obviously, the Sid, uh, Shawn Michaels versus Sid Vicious match was awesome. The six man tag match was also pretty good. Taker and Vader, but Ahmed Johnson, I could have done without. And the Gold Dust and Triple H match, it just it really didn't do anything for me. Really didn't. Me personally. I mean, for anybody that's a Gold Dust fan, hey, you know, God bless. But. Uh, that is my review of the Royal Rumble 1997. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.